Once, when Lalita Devi was presiding over the celestial council, she asked these Vagdevis to sing those thousand names which she liked among her countless names because she was pleased with the Vagdevatas and she wanted to bless them with something very personal. These the Vagdevatas happily started to sing. Before any devotee starts a sadhana, he or she has to meditate upon a deity. For that, one needs an image of the deity. Such images are found in the Dhyana Shlokas. In Lalita Sahasranama, the Dhyana Shlokas of Lalita Devi are like this. Sindhura Runa Vigraham Trinayanam Madikya Maulis Purat Tara Nayaka Shekharam Smita Mukhima Pina Vakshuruham Devi is of vermilion complexion. She has three eyes and the moon is shining over her head. She is pleasant-faced and high-bosomed. She is holding a bejeweled container of honey in her hand, which looks like a red lotus. She is very soft and keeps her feet on a bejeweled container. We meditate upon the Supreme Mother of the Universe. This Dhyana Shloka is said to be created by Pak Devi's themselves. Arunam karar karunam tarangitakshim dhritapashankushapushpabana chapam animadibhirairavratam mayukair ahamityeva vibhavayedhvavanim Devi is pink in complexion and her eyes are like waves full of mercy. She is holding pasha Chapa, Ankusha and Pushpabana. Anima and Mahima are said to be the eight Siddhis who form a halo around her forehead. Thus, I imagine and I meditate upon her. This Dhyana Shloka is said to be created by Lord Dattatreya. Dhyayet Padmasanastham Vikasitavadanam Padmapatrayatakshim ಶಾಂತಮೂರ್ತಿಂಪತ್ಪ್ರದಾತ್ರೀಂ ಸಕುಂಕುಮಲ್ ಸಕುಂಕುಮಲ್ಯಭೂಷಾಂಬರಾಂಪಾಸುರಾಂಪವಿಧೌಸ್ಮರೆಂಬಿಕಾಸ್ಟ್ಟುಶ್ಲೋ
she is bedecked with all ornaments she always blesses devotees who bow before her she is the consort of bhava or ishwara she is manifested as shri vidya she bears a pleasant face all the heavenly beings bow before her she gives everything she is decorated with kumkuma similar to a bee the curls of her hair fly around her kasturi tilaka on her forehead her eyes show a hidden smile she is holding an arrow a bow a lasso and a goad she bewitches them all her garland and clothes are red in color she is like a red flower we meditate upon her like this these are the dhyana shlokas of lalita devi before we chant the sahasranama we have to chant these shlokas shri mata she is the supreme mother of all from the insects to the god brahma a brahma kita janani she is the mother not just the mother she is the only mother who takes care of everybody and the needs of everyone plants need water to grow this is provided through the water bodies and from them the clouds provide in the form of rain an insect comes out from a minuscule or small egg who is the provider to this minute form it is the mother supreme a small plant which comes out of a seed is also taken care of by her by her only then comes the human embryo how is it formed how does it get protected and how does it grow no science can define it properly as each creature is different in the creation of its progeny who protects these when they are in helpless forms just as a mother protects an infant even when in distress she protects everybody whether small or big she takes care of the entire universe she is the mother of anu renu truna kashta the atom which is anu the grains of sand which is renu the grass which is truna and the stick which is kashta are all protected by her devi is the inventor the creator the sculptor and the engineer for everything there is an adage which says that necessity is the mother of invention but from which and what does the necessity come from that comes from is also the creation of this universal mother and such is the case she is nothing but mother supreme maharagni after telling she is the supreme mother the vagdevis proceed to tell that she is shri maharagni the empress the queen of the universe while she takes care of this world she rules the world too everything in the world is controlled by her the seasons the natural calamities like floods and fires volcanoes eruption growth and fall of the forests the flow of the rivers and waterfalls the spread of deserts snow fields and lakes everything from sunrise to sunset is controlled by her birth and death which are eternal are also controlled by her wish and will she such is her power the happenings of every moment in the every nook and corner of the world are completely controlled by her
such is her unique power she has over the creation she is the absolute empress of the world shrimat simhasaneshwari <clears throat> shrimat simhasaneshwari where is her throne she is shrimat simhasaneshwari she sits on the eternal throne called shri chakra this shri chakra ratha is leading the is the leading chariot in the army of shri devi devi resides there blessing whoever prays to the shri chakra it is a linear figure which houses her in the center shri chakra ratha is the chariot built with reference to the figure devi resides in its center making it the most powerful place in the universe she she this consists of one bindu in the center and a triangle surrounding it bindu trikona vasukona dashara yugma manvasra nagadala shodasha patra yuktam vritta trayancha dharani sadana trayancha shri chakra rajaudithah paradevatah this is the new shri chakra roopa having nine avarnas and navavarna puja and navavarna shakti devatas starting from bhupura to the center of trikona bindu she is the binduvasini bindavasini the lady residing in the bindu as everyone knows shri chakra is a geometrical figure of triangles joined by circle which has a dot in the center if you move from outside to the into the center it will be like this sama chatushkona having three lines three circles a lotus having 16 petals a lotus having eight petals a circle which is surrounded by 14 triangles two circles surrounded by 10 triangles one chakra having eight triangles and one triangle the dot in the bindu or dot 15 nitya devatas always surround the devi this central dot is called sarvanandamaya and it is the symbol of kameshwara and kameshwari who created this new shri chakra it was created by adi guru shankaracharya when he confronted devi meenakshi in madurai he was coming back from the north reinstating all the devis to their original milder form after going to kanchipuram he came to madurai along with along the route he heard so much about the power of devi meenakshi who had become carnivorous and a cannibal shri shankara wanted to bring her back to her normal form he knew that it will be very tricky to confront her he came to the king of madurai's palace when the king saw him he invited him to take some food and stay over in the palace shankara took the food served by king but refused to stay over stating that he was a sanyasi and could not stay under the roof of a grihastha or family man and he had to go to stay in a temple or seek a shelter under a tree hearing this the king became afraid he said no please please don't do that 
Devi has become a nocturnal cannibal. I have ordered my citizens not to leave their houses after nightfall. Each night, she comes out of her home in the temple and devours everyone she sees. Please stay here only. Sri Shankara smiled on hearing this and said, No, I cannot do that. I shall go to the temple and stay there only. You can come and meet me in the morning. As per his instructions, the servants closed the temple doors. Once inside the temple, Sri Shankara bowed before the deities, Meenakshi and her consort, Sundareshwara, praying for success in his mission. He sat before them in Dhyana Mudra, closing his eyes. Time passed by and the midnight gong sounded. Then a bright light shone in the temple. However, Shankara was still as a rock and he did not react. Then came the roar of a lioness, but for Shankara it was like a melodious music. He opened his eyes and before him was the divine figure of Devi, but not as soft as he thought. She looked fierce, her eyes round and red with anger. Who are you? Why are you obstructing my path? Get up, move. I have to go for my daily outing. Oblivious to these words, Shankara was praising her with folded hands and kneeled before her. Oh mother, how kind you are. You came before me to bless even though I am just a simple human being. You are a mother filled with mercy. Save me, ma. Protect me, went on Shankara like this. For how long could the Devi stay silent? While hearing such praise, slowly her anger melted down. The prayers from Yogi's throat continued to do the soothing work. Instead of being wide open with anger, her eyelids started to close, intent on listening to the prayer. Her body became lax and her hands had the Abhaya Mudra, a protective posture. She asked Shankara, son, what do you want? 